Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Chris. Guess who's back, baby? <laughs> yeah, man, you 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 slept on me last week. That <laughs> did. I uh, I slept. Okay, so I slept on you last week, and then I slept on being five and zero for the UFC card. I guessed every fight correctly. Nice. And my brother-in-law is a huge irrational gambler and he was very upset with me that i didn't uh do like parlay bets and stuff uh but yeah basically i said that story that was pretty much shinfo to get you off the fact that i did fall asleep because i was exhausted last week and i (laughs) felt really bad i was a bad friend no but uh i was just giving you a hard time you know but every everyone got to uh they got to uh, rejoice in that, which is Marianne, yeah. who's adorable. And I have some. I had a. I had a game suggestion for her to play uh, that I didn't want to comment on my own podcasts thing, but I definitely think she should play Night in the Woods. So, is that the one with the cats? Yes. Yes, she is. She plays that on and off. Okay. She's she's been playing it. Okay. So that's that's a good suggestion. She, what about, she likes it, but she sometimes because it's it gets kind of sad. Okay, yeah, so. I never played it. Uh, Andrea played it a lot, which for those of you who don't know is my wife. She played it a lot, and she loves it. It's like her like Facebook background thing. What about Journey? So Journey, getting her to play things on the TV is rough. Ah, uh, so it has to be. We're talking. We're limited to handheld here. Yeah, it's it's a lot easier for her because she she likes to be very comfortable and like okay. tucked in while playing video games. Okay. Or like while we're out doing something that I would rather be doing than her, she'll <laughs> just disappear into the Switch. What about a uh, what about because they're available on the Switch, I believe. What about any of the Telltale games? You know, I. I didn't think about any of those. I brought the recommendations, dude. You you gave me homework <laughs> as a listener because I wasn't on the episode. So I'll I'll have to see which which ones are available on Switch because I I don't think all of them are. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but she's really excited to try out Ultimate Alliance, which comes yes. out next Friday. Yes. So wait, you're going to be gone when that comes out? No, no, no. I'll be back on okay. Thursday. Okay. Wow. Perfect timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I trust me. I, I had a bit of a panic about it. Uh, I just had yeah. a panic just now, <laughs> thinking so, that you would be gone. Um. So, Chris, I I have played games. Me too. I have played a lot of games. But it's also because I haven't been on the cast in two weeks. <laughs> um, we, I believe one of the games we've played is the same. So the same. I'm excited yep. to talk about it. Um, but I am in the middle. I don't want to talk too much about it, but I am in the midst of playing Guacamelee 1. Yes. So Guacamelee 1 and 2 were on sale on the Switch eShop for about the cumulative price of $20 for both of them, which is about the price of one of them. So I figured I'd just pick it up because I'm going to – I have like a six-hour flight ahead of me to Seattle and a six-hour flight back. And so I figured I'd rather uh, have a new games to play if I, you know, yeah. I, want, I want options. Yeah, you got to have – you got to be occupied. 
So Guacamele, it's always a game that I've wanted to play. And I didn't get into it on consoles because, man, Chris, I think I've said on the podcast before, I say it all the time in real life when talking about games like this, but, like, platformers just work better for me in a handheld format. Yeah, I I think platformers just work better on the Switch. I think it's almost synonymous. Platformers are almost synonymous with Nintendo. Yeah. So I feel like maybe that's – it's just conditioning to think – now, granted, they do work better. They do work really well in handheld mode, which I can vouch for in a little bit. But I also think there's some psychological conditioning that platformers are synonymous with Nintendo, thus the Switch being a Nintendo console. Yes. So, I mean, I tried playing it on the Xbox One a while back because it was uh, Games with Gold forever ago. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't get into it, even though I liked the aesthetic. But I am, like, really playing the heck out of it now. So... I'm excited. I I honestly think I'll beat the first one before the flight, but I have Guacamelee 2 just waiting for me, so I'm ready for that. Nice. And I have been playing the heck. I played the heck out of Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, uh, me? Me too! <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm I'm glad. So are you? have you done the story mode, or are you doing custom levels or so i want to i want to first out i want to first off tell arby's that i'm part of their eight percent completion rate so oh really you played the level i sent you maybe arby's i think where's the beef step it up i beat it what's next arby's i'll have to send you this level that no, I spent not that one. I know which one you're going to tell me. An hour and a half playing. The one <laughs> I, I talked not, about in the last episode. I do not want to play that one. Oh, I mean, I'll, man. I'll try. It's, it's probably terrible. I think uh, it's got like a four or three. I don't bad. know what the completion rate is right now, but man, it is. Woo. So, Woo. To answer, so to answer your question, um, so I I started with the story. Okay, so first of all, uh, I our Mario Maker 2... A podcast that we kind of did where we all talked about it. Um, Seth was on the cast, I believe. Yeah. We did the – no, I think maybe you and I just did the direct by ourselves or was Seth on that one? I can't no, remember. No, he was, he okay, was on he was there on for, the, for the Mario Maker direct. Okay. So after the direct, I was highly interested, but it was – like it, I was highly interested, however casual. I was like, there's no way I'm going to buy this game. And then I it came out and I played it at – a kiddo's house one of my clients uh he asked me to play it with them with him so i played it and i played his level that he created which was actually i was really proud of him it was i wanted to call it i called it bloodborne and he didn't understand what i meant but he just made rooms with impossible boss fights in every single room (laughs) and i was like dude first of all this is amazing secondly you're kind of a sadist so we need to work on some psychological conditioning like game holy, like yeah holy crap and then um i went to walmart conveniently right by his house and i think i don't know if this is the retail price but they had it listed for 50 bucks no so that is that's kind of the secret thing right now for switch owners is walmart in order to compete with online and everything uh-huh has most of their games listed at $50. Okay. All the time. So, huh. it's interesting that they're willing to take that big of a hit 
um, on their profits just to get the sale. Yeah, absolutely. So because I, I remember back when I was at GameStop, I think what they always conveyed to us was like after shipping and everything, six or seven dollars of yeah. the game was yep. profit. So, I mean, they're cutting out their profit. <laughs> yeah, basically. They're, yeah, they're, they're not making any type of money at all. But I mean, they're they. It's consistent every time. I'm part of the Nintendo Voice Chat Facebook group, and yeah, every time a new game hits, everyone's like, "Hey, it's a Walmart for fifty bucks." Okay. So, yeah, so compete with that Best Buy program and the Amazon pre-order deal and stuff. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, and then I had so I think before I went to Walmart, so I told my story out of our order. Before I went to Walmart, I had watched some footage on Twitch of a guy just playing run-throughs of created levels. And I never played the first Mario Maker, so it really didn't it didn't register to me that literally anybody could just create a level. You know what I mean? Like typically in like any type of tile creation system in a game, there it's subject to approval and all that kind of stuff and it's not worth it. I had no idea that someone could it didn't resonate with me that someone could literally just create something in an hour or spend 10 hours or spend a week and publish it for anyone to play if you can find it. Yeah. So I was uh, – so long story short, let's come full circle. Uh, this is my mid-game of the year so far. Really? Yes. That's I awesome. Yeah. Dude, I'm – I haven't been this into a game, and that's why I've been wanting to play with you. I haven't been this into a game since I was playing Warframe like religiously. What, like six months ago? Yeah, yeah, I, dude. I'm. I. I mean, I have withdrawals when I go to work. Like, it's. I'm in. I'm in deep. Are you just playing? Like, uh, are you doing the mode where it just kind of throws levels at you? Or? Yes. So I never answered your questions. That's my fault. I. I started with the story mode. Because I didn't have uh, NES Online. I totally forgot that NES Online was a component. So I ended up doing the Twitch Prime. Uh, I used my brother's Twitch Prime in order to get NES till March 2020, which is pretty tight. So I used that in order to play. And then I I really dove into uh, created levels. I I would search like popular courses. I would search like the hot new courses. Um, You had sent me the Arby's level. And... uh, I actually found this Stranger Things course that has a 2% completion rate. It's ridiculous. Nice. It's it's very well built, but it is insanely difficult. And so I uh, I, I did the story mode, and I, I did creator levels, and then I, I really dived into the story mode again. I'm in this level on the story mode that's really grinding my gears. So I've got <laughs> to be patient enough to really sit down and figure out how to do that. And I've done some I've done some cooperative, uh, some random matchmaking cooperative. I've watched a lot of footage on versus and I'll eventually try that. My biggest issue is with those modes is the ping is like super recognizable if someone's got bad ping. It is bad. Yeah. It's not like Gears of War where like you can like get you can like fight through it. Like it literally brings things down like like four four times it's like super slow motion so um i wonder wonder which level in the story mode is getting you you can't jump oh the the can't jump ones are oh bud the 
Those are those are special. This I, is the I, first one. It's the and the first you can't jump one. Yeah. Or? Oh man, there's yeah there's one later on where um you you can't jump and has a bunch of seesaws in it. Uh, it's easy to run off the edge of the seesaw, which counts as a jump. And yeah, I just I was like I want to die. I just this is my brain is doing it right, but my hands aren't doing what my brain is saying. It's such like, a well, it's a well-played mechanism in the game to be like, hey, you've been jumping in Mario since you've been born. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you to not do that. And then you're like, okay, I got the hang of this. I got the patterns. And the game like makes you jump on accident. Like you don't even <laughs> press the jump button. Yeah. It's you, like your feet left the floor. I'm like, uh-uh, that's not what you said. You said I can't jump. Yeah. Like th- those are, I set expectations for people every day. You did not set those expectations for me. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. Uh, it's, I know that's such a shock, but when I, when I compare it like kingdom hearts, I haven't finished it is a great game. Sekiro. I've watched a ton on, but what Mario maker two is doing for me as a human being and the way it's stimulating my brain and resonating, resonating with me. And the fact that I only have a few minor complaints so far. Yeah. Uh, makes it my mid game of the year. Uh, it's such a, I'm so glad I purchased it. I definitely don't regret it. Have you, have you tried to make a level yet? I haven't tried to make a level yet. I was thinking of sitting down with the wife this weekend and trying to make like a stranger things, uh, themed level that wasn't like incredibly hard just to yeah. see if I could get some traction and share the code, which the code sharing thing is really convenient too. That's a really cool way to, um, share your levels with, with others. I do wish it had a search engine though. So then I could like, maybe someone's made like a really cool Terminator level, but you know, I'm never going to find it unless I just happen to come across it. So I wish there was like, I mean, obviously, uh, Google is Google because it's Google, Yeah. but I wish there was a way to like search keywords or something. Um, but you know, I wish this this episode was more stadia focused. So I could use that Google is Google because it's Google <laughs> as the episode title. Sorry, <laughs> but it would it would not make sense. No, uh, for the rest of the show. But I mean, it's a but, good it's a it's a good punchline. So I haven't I haven't tried to make a level yet. I'm excited to do that on the flight because I know that I'll be able to like I'll be stuck and I'll have to dedicate time to it. I I definitely feel like the story mode will help you as a level creator. I know that that feels kind of cliche to say because a lot of reviews have said it, mm-hmm. but legitimately, while playing the story mode, I was just thinking, oh, that would be kind of neat to put in a level I want and maybe mix it with something else because it each of the story mode levels really takes a aspect of Mario and makes it shine I so can that you think that. about it yeah. a different way. I can see that like the no jumping or like one of the levels had a lot of weird icicle stuff that you had to do or on off switches claws. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a, yeah, you're right. I, I had that feeling too. Cause, uh, yesterday was the first day I really poured, poured into the story mode. And a lot of the, I mean, a lot of the creative courses you get are like, are like go-karts and stuff like that, which as, as excited I was initially about, like the cars being in the game, people cannot not put them in their levels. Yeah. It's, and it's like, I end up skipping new, them. So they're going to be yeah. all over it. I end up skipping them. I haven't, uh, unfortunately I don't feel like a lot of 
uh, individuals are using like the auto scroll uh, features in levels, which I think is adds another element. But I definitely I'm, I'm I agree with okay you with that. I hate auto scroll. <laughs> I definitely I want I want you to. It's not super hard. It's just a little bit weird to figure out. I want you to do the Arby's level and tell me what you think. All right, I'll, I'll do it. Give the I, Arby's I, level a go. While you were talking, it really made me think. I love that they. So I I did love playing custom levels in Little Big Planet, but oh, yeah. the the Mario Maker kind of scratches a different itch because it gives you that, you know, you see that percentage complete and how many people have tried it and how many yeah. people have died, which is way different than you know just playing a, a level. There's a, an amount of challenge there. It 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 basically tells you, hey you can try this but you're probably going to fail and so yeah it, absolutely it, i really resonate with stuff that challenges me that way you know what i mean yeah absolutely and, and then, so i'm ready i've set some i've uh i mean granted there's two million there's two million courses out there according to an article according to articles published yesterday but i did i do have some world records that are still standing on some courses nice which is also pretty cool when you think about you know, that I've had it for a couple of days. I mean, you'll get some world records that get squashed like immediately, but I've had a couple that I've had on some courses for a while with plays on it, which is pretty cool. So that's, and that's another element to the game is like challenging yourself to be like, okay, I'm four seconds away from the world record. How do I shave like four seconds? It, it's very tactical. It's like, okay, I could clean up this part a little bit, but how did this person shave this many seconds off? Or you play a level and you try to get the world record and you can't do it. And you're like, I, I want to meet this person. Like I want to see this person. <laughs> yeah. I wish you could almost see the person's run through. I mean, granted you could then cheat and do it yourself, but I wish you could almost like, if you agree to never play the course again, could I see that person like run through, do their run through of right how they, how they set that time. There's no way around that, but I uh, I appreciate the talent of others. So there's been courses where I'm like, dude, I tried as hard as I could, and I'm 30 seconds behind whoever got the world record. So yeah. it's like, how did they do that? It it makes me really appreciate speedrunners. Absolutely. Like, oh yeah. That the I didn't I didn't really realize every movement and thought that goes into speedruns until I watched way more GDQ this year than I have in previous years. And uh, like just even picking French as a language for a game because it uh, like it the voice acting is faster. Yeah, that's insane. So I wouldn't even. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. It shaves seconds off of the game. The cutscenes, like it's nuts. The but I mean back to the Mario. It's yeah. Speed. It makes you realize like maybe how speedrunners think about certain stuff. And yeah, it's, absolutely. It's really cool. I'm. I'm really. Like I've got a big smile on my face. I'm really glad you you've you're enjoying it. Yeah, I so. love it. It's, and then and then uh, there's an like I know I'm gonna like Ultimate Alliance. Like there's no there's no way I'm not gonna like it unless they just did a horrible job. I love the first two games. Yeah, we have two Nintendo bangers coming out this. We month. do, man. We really Fire do. Fire Emblem and Marvel. And we got we got a we got Astral Chain. Uh, I just I just punched my mic. Sorry if you guys heard that. Uh, I just I have um, Astral Chains on August thirtieth as well next yeah. month. So, yeah, it's it, we're getting into we're getting into the thick with two yeah, C's. It's, it's gonna be nuts. Um, did you play anything else this week? 
Yeah, uh, this week, um, no. But I have I have played some Gears. I haven't finished it yet. Um, I actually did give... Uh, I'm saying uh, a lot. Sorry, I'm thinking. I did play um, Dr. Mario, Dr. Wario, Dr. Mario, Dr. Mario, the mobile game. You know me oh, and my mobile Oh, me too. Games. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I, it's pretty I, cute. It's cute. It's not Dr. Mario. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's definitely not. <laughs> I'm playing it and I'm like, calling this Dr. Mario is very no. polite, but it's not. No, maybe Dr. Nurse, Mario. nurse Practitioner Mario. It's, it's very, I don't know. I don't have any negative to say about it, but it's very light. It is light, absolutely. So I, I don't know. I don't get, I don't get the good feels of completing a puzzle during it as much as I think I should. So no, not, I don't know how much more I'll play it, but it, you know, the aesthetic's true. cute. Yeah, the aesthetic is really good. I also uh, purchased and played. I haven't done too much, but I've been uh, playing World War Z as well. Okay. Um. Um, my thoughts aren't necessarily complete on it. It's definitely a great substitute for Left 4 Dead 2, since God knows when Valve is ever going to make another Left 4 Dead game, if ever. And um, it's 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 not uh, Bad for Blood or that, that other game that 2K is making, that zombie game. Uh, yeah. Don't quote me. It might not be Bad for Blood, but the game that 2K – Turtle Rock is making, I believe. 2K or Turtle Rock. Um, we don't know when that's coming out either, so – it's a good replacement. Um, very tactical, very hard. Lots of uh, good, lots a good progression system as far as skill trees and different classes and things like that. I haven't even had the time to really like finish a, finish like a full city campaign yet. I played for about an hour, but it's definitely it definitely scratches that mindless like zombie killing itch. Nice. And the, the swarms are definitely, like, of course the reviews are going to talk about the swarms, but the swarms are something to behold when you're actually holding the controller and you see a swarm of, like, three to 400 zombies, like, just barreling towards you. You can watch it all day on a Twitch stream or in a video game trailer, but when you're holding the controller, it makes a lot, it, it's a it's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But so, so far, so good. I'll have more, uh, I'll be able to talk about talk about it more as i play it more good and i think I that, ra- think that it. wraps it up for me on what i played so good amount of stuff trying to trying to play more trying to play more you're doing a great job thanks I dude i want to say i appreciate it it's you've had something new just about every week which is huge because on a level that's what i love about doing this podcast not only because i get to inform people at home about good games but it also kind of forces me to play stuff yeah so. no absolutely you're absolutely right so with that we'll do some of the the fun plugs that we need to do and then we'll get into the news cool we are always at all social media at suplex the sticks if you scroll up and or if you click any of the little three dot info icons you'll see in our show notes all of the places you can subscribe to us google play apple Spotify, all that good stuff, and where you can like and follow us on social media, like Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. All the links are in the show notes now, so you don't have to go look in and Google. We provide them for you. So that's good. Mm -hmm. We also have new episodes every week. 
Um, next week we will not have an episode because I'll be in Seattle, sadly. Sadly, well, not sadly, but you know it'll be. It's a work trip. It's a good. It's fun. a good. You know, it's good for you. So you gotta go do your thing. Well, I'll be in Seattle, and then after that, we only have one more episode until Seth is back. Ooh, so nice. That'll be fun. We have any other big stuff coming up? We have episode 100 coming up soon. Yes. We, we haven't had any full episodes because the news has been pretty dry. But if you've been paying attention this past week, there's been actually some really good news. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. And I think we should go ahead and get into that, Chris. Let's do it. Do you have any other plugs you wanted to? Uh, I did try this fake soda called Virgil's, and it's really good. <laughs> so if they want to throw us some cans, yeah, go ahead, Virgil's. I bought it at Target. It's like a lot of money. It's like a dollar per can. But if anybody out there is trying to eliminate soda and they're healthy and they're working out, um, yeah, it's actually really good. So you should check it out. All right. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so let's talk about some news because there, there's a little bit of off topic stuff at the end. I want to talk about. Um, so Cuphead TV show mm-hmm. is coming to Netflix. It was just announced the other day. They didn't do a trailer or anything, just a little splash screen. And that's pretty exciting. I agree. Yeah. I uh, I always thought it would be great as a TV show, especially with how good the new uh, Disney Mickey shorts are. Like they're right. real, they're really good. Yeah, they just killed Goofy in the last one. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> lit. <laughs> so uh, seeing the seeing the capacity with adults and children alike, I think it's the perfect time. Especially, I believe you and Marianne were talking about this last week. I'm not sure if they realized how uh, lucrative of a of a franchise it would be. I mean, you go to you go to Target and there's you know mugs like legit. I mean, it's Mug Man, but there's a mug of Mug Man. Yeah, you've got like comic books and you've got Hot Topic. Just has uh, they have uh, they have a, a licensing deal with Hot Topic and Box Lunch and um, yeah. I didn't think they realized. How, maybe they did realize how big this was going to be, but I definitely think it's it's based off of you know 1920s cartoons. So why not make a cartoon? Yeah, and it's it's not necessarily going to follow the game, but it will be set on Inkwell Isle. They said okay, so it's going to be cool. I'm, yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to see some of the maybe some of the they're not necessarily bad guys you figure out in the game, but some of the people that live there. Uh, get into some adventures with them like the crazy robot dr robotnik esque character and the roller coaster guy and yeah stuff i i don't know i love the aesthetic of all that and absolutely a lot of fun let's um, do it borderlands 3 kind of announced just recently that they're going to have a ping system like apex legends which is dope yeah that's awesome and they're going to have extensive mapping capabilities for the controls so that'll be very compatible with the adaptive con- the xbox adaptive controller awesome. good stuff and um you know you can remap of course to normal controls too but that's that's really cool and good stuff i it excites me that more games are allowing 
adaptive controller type technology to be used easily. You know what yeah. I mean? No, and all gamers, all gamers should be able to play all games, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's get to some interesting news that happened. I thought it was like yesterday or today. But there was a Pokemon trailer, Chris. Yeah, I definitely missed this. All right, it's it was dropped, and there was some weird news in it, my dude. Huh. So, so we're talking we're talking Sword and Shield. Yes. This, okay. Okay. So Sword and Shield, you you recognize from the last trailer there was stuff called Dynamaxing. Do you remember that? Yes. Yep. Where you make the Pokemon big. Yep. Well, there will also be something called Gigantamaxing. Whoa. Which will they change made that the up. form of the Pokemon. Huh. And the example they gave was this Pokemon called Alcreme. Alcreme. And it is a ice cream Pokemon. Ooh. Now, when you Gigantamax Alcreme, it turns into a giant cake. Like uh. a giant cake. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens it's kind of like mega evolutions in the previous games yeah i was gonna say that this sounds like a weird made-up way to say mega evolution yeah kind of you're not wrong and so yeah it's they they announced two other new pokemon um yamper which is a little corgi and it's uh electric type and roly coley which is just a lump of coal that floats. And, okay. And it's kind of adorable. I like him. So it's with, it's interesting. With a Dynamax that turns him into Krampus. That would be cool, but <laughs> I, I don't know if he has a Dynamax. Dang it. Uh, so there's also, I think this is the first time in Pokemon history this has been a thing. There's going to be version exclusive gym leaders. Yeah, we so, were we were trying to figure out this whole dilemma before we went on went on the air. Yeah. So with Pokemon Sword, you're going to get B, the fighting Pokemon expert. B Bay, it's spelled B A. I don't know <laughs> how you say that. So, and then you've got on Pokemon Shield, you've got Alistair, the ghost expert, which nice. this dude looks creepy. That's you ended. and Andrea will love him. Well, I'm a, I already decided on sword, so. Oh, no, you're not going to get him. Oh, no, I'm sorry, shield. I, just, okay. that, I meant to say shield, sorry. I already decided on shield. Yeah. So with that, let's talk about the Pokemon competitor. Because I think com- competition, competitor, that's something, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my words today. Um. Because while the Pokemon trailer was really cool, and I'm still excited for Sword and Shield, I wasn't huge on the Gigantamaxing, and I just want the game to come out because I don't know how to feel about it yet. So I'm I'm still cautiously optimistic, but I want, I don't know, I just need to see the game work I understand in my that. hands. Um, but a game that I know is good, because our friend Seth reported on it, earlier this year or last year maybe um some year (laughs) digimon story cyber sleuth complete is coming to switch and to steam on october 18th they announced nice it's a good that's a good title for the switch yeah and it'll include the sequel hacker's memory 
So that's two long RPGs being <laughs> added to the Switch in a year where there's already a ton of long RPGs coming to the Switch. So Seth is now drowning. Probably. Oh, yeah. That poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> because we all know how much he loves his 90-hour RPGs. And we all know how much he wants to just play Persona 5 three times. You know, I, I am going to start Persona 5 soon. I need to. <laughs> I keep saying it, but I do keep. I think I keep holding out for a Switch version, but it's just not going to happen at this point. Yeah, I'm not sure where it is. So, um, let's talk about something that we've talked about in the Discord, Chris. Because yep. I want everyone to take part in this. Hot I'm, off the press. I'm very excited. Next weekend, everyone, I do not have plans. Chris, as far as I know, does not have plans. Is the Gears 5 multiplayer tech test. Let's go. The first weekend. There's another weekend, July 26th to 29th. But not this weekend, but next weekend, July 19th to the 21st, we will be playing with you on the Gears 5 tech test. If you have Game Pass or you've pre-ordered Gears 5, you can get into this beta and play the multiplayer. So shoot us your gamer tags. We'll set up a party. I'm excited to play with our listeners. We already have Forrest, and I think Chip said he was going to play. So we've already got some people that are down. Come get some smoke. So I'm excited. Excited to show off my Gears skills. I've debated re-downloading Gears 4 so I can practice a little bit. Oh, I've been because... I've been playing. I suck at multiplayer, dude, but I'm going to give it a go. I'm a good... Uh, I'm, I, I mean, I was good at one point in time, but not lately. Man, I still... I have memories of my glory days when... Me too. <laughs> dude, when, like, in high school, I think it was Gears 3 that added duos. Oh, yeah. Me and my friend were just killing dudes washing everything man i miss i miss those i miss those multiplayer days where i could dedicate you know just endless hours to memorizing maps and stuff that's why people are good Uh, i mean i mean there's a skill in gears to wall bouncing and shooting with the nasher but a lot of it 50 percent of it is map control and knowing where the the spawn items are so you can either pick them up or you know ditch them um, yeah, it's you know I I was amazing at Gears Three because I did it like that's all I played. Yeah, and it's just it, unfortunately we live in a world where you have to either commit to something or you just are casually good or casually bad at every game you play. <laughs> <laughs> but there's more experiences out there. Yeah. So yeah, it's exciting. They're gonna have the Escalation Arcade and King of the Hill modes. Um, so let us know if you want to play comment on this post let's play join our discord channel whatever we'll we'll do some shout outs on the facebook with the posts and try to get people to join us it'll be a good time you'll get to hear me get mad when i do something bad (laughs) um it'll be fun it'll be fun the rock steady news that we have even though it's not exactly the news we all want no is that the Arkham Collection is being re-released on Xbox and PS4. The problem is that, like, on Xbox, these games were already backwards compatible. So it's just like, why are you doing this again? But if you want to play through Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight, 
or um, Arkham City, Arkham City and Arkham Knight, then there's a package being released for you with all three of those games. It's so it's not the news you want. It's not the news you need. But it's not bad news. It's not. But it's not bad news. It's fine. I mean, they're good games. Also, this is totally off. It's not off topic, but this is a weird transition. Have you seen Lego Movie 2? <laughs> no, I haven't actually. Okay, so there's a song like about Batman in that song in that movie that's amazing. All right, I'll have to check and it you, out. And you you talking about the only thing I could think of when you were talking about Rocksteady's Arkham collection was the song in Lego Movie 2. Okay. I'll have to peep it. Um, do you have any news, Chris, before we get to some of the juicy stuff? Yeah, so this is actually pretty ju- uh, juicy. Um, I saw this a couple days ago. Uh, yeah, it was released on Monday. That G2A, I don't know if you saw this, David. G2A sent out a prefabricated email to a bunch of journalists asking them to post it on their behalf basically saying that they didn't engage in like security breaches or corrupt uh, uh, practices with their key codes. And what ended up happening was all these journalists decided to counter this by posting the article and everything they thought wrong with it and basically throwing them under the bus. Uh, They all like a bunch of sites decided to do that. So, I don't know who who there decided that it would be a great idea to send like Gawker Media and a bunch of other high valued and highly respected publications an email asking them to please send out an email on like I I don't know what you're thinking, but uh, yeah, this is this is it's like April Fool's news, but it's real news. What is? Hold on, I need context for this. I guess. Do you know what G two A is? No. No G- clue what it is. G2A is a third uh it's a third party market for game keys. Okay. And they've they've been under a lot of investigation for selling keys that don't work, selling stolen game keys. And okay. they they've been under a lot of like they've they've had some really bad business practice, but this is kind of beyond all means at this point. This is kind of like Yeah. So so they asked like the media to be like hey there's no issue with us so yeah so the 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 email let me see if i can find the email but the the gist of the email is like they wanted they wanted to they wanted to be transparent and unbiased and there's an article that reflects that about stolen game keys and sites and they wanted it sent out without being marked sponsored or like associated oh, with. Yeah, dude, it's that's it, sketchy. It's bad. Um, and this is reported <laughs> by Nathan Grayson at Kotaku is who I'm citing. But there's a million articles. And Shout it's just to Nathan Grayson. I like him. And it's man, this is this is Gawker Media. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I so I didn't read any of that. But man, did I? <laughs> that's sketchy. It's bad. Um, so if you guys buy game keys, I would maybe find somebody else. Yeah, maybe that's sketchy. Yeah. It's really bad. Uh, anything else? Um, no, for, uh, dead by daylight fans out there. Um, you can pull, you can try out Freddy Krueger's new rework. 
uh, on the public test build that went live yesterday. And then if you play Pokemon Go, Armored Mewtwo is available in raids today. Oh, and he looks awesome. He's from that new movie that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, he looks sweet and I won't be able to get him because I don't have a raid party good enough. But I I'll try to CF, man. Yeah, you do have to go to the college. I just that's so far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, other than what you have, I think that's all I got. That's in the old noggin. All right. I want to we're going to bring up some fun stuff here. The Nintendo Switch Lite was officially announced today. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Literally out of nowhere. And it made me think of how big uh, not safe for work comment. So turn it off for like 10 seconds. How big are Nintendo's balls to not have this as an E3 announcement and just randomly to do it a month later? Yeah, that's good stuff. They, It's what they love to do, man. They really they do. They don't. They didn't want all of the conversation at their E3 to be around the Switch Lite because no, I, right. I think on one hand, on one hand, they don't like it. Hmm. Because basically, they have to offer this because the handheld market needs a more price accessible option. Okay. So I don't know. They probably like it. That's a weird way to put it. But it's, you know, that definitely takes away from some of the the genius of the Switch. You know what I mean? And basically what is, what what the Switch actually is. Right. So so we'll get to that. Um, it's It's got a smaller screen. It's 0.7 inches smaller. And it doesn't have detachable Joy-Cons. It has a full D-pad, which is actually a bonus. That is a bonus. Um, it has about 30 minutes extra of battery life on the high end and the low end. So instead of 2.5 to 6.5, it's 3 to 7. No HD rumble or IR, no docking, and no kickstand. Yeah. So it's just a smaller, lighter switch Yeah, with think no of, detachable controls. Think of a PlayStation Vita, but Nintendo but it's the Nintendo switch. Right. So you want features the, you will be able to have like, see, this is the weird thing. Other people will, will be able to take their joy cons and pair them to that switch, yes. the switch light, but there's no kickstand or anything. So you're still going to have like, it's just weird. Yeah, it's it like, is. No, it's, it's definitely weird. It is a singular device. It's not meant for multiple people to be playing on. Absolutely. Even though it has the availability to. So you won't be able to play games like Mario Party on it. Yes. Because Mario Party has to be played with a Joy-Con sideways. So that's interesting. If it's not supported in handheld mode, can't play the game. Yep. Which means there's only a couple of games that's going to be. Mario Party's one of them. Mario Party, one, two, Switch. Yeah. Can't, can't think of anything. Maybe Just Dance, obviously. <laughs> Unless you <laughs> want to swing that thing around. <laughs> but it, it was interesting because they showed Splatoon as one of the games in the trailer. And the content for that is ending. So I wonder if we're going to get Splatoon 3 announcement soon. Huh. I hope so. It's a hot take. But... So with that, the trailer for this thing, Chris, 
made me raise a question to myself. I did also watch said trailer. In this trailer, people are having the time of their life playing their Switch. They really are. And I love it. I love that Nintendo has these these trailers because in some instances these things happen in real life. Like I've I've been somewhere and been playing my Switch and had a friend jump in play Mario Kart with me and we put it in the little kickstand mode like this stuff has happened mm-hmm. not it doesn't look as beautiful or glorified as the Nintendo commercial <laughs> no but it happens and so these people are pulling their switches out of backpacks with no case and it upset me because <laughs> who throws their switch a two uh, that that one's two hundred dollars but a three hundred dollar system just wildly into their backpack with no protection and so it lead me to question our viewers or our listeners do you have a case for your nintendo switch uh yes absolutely and i only had one no and it was on facebook i can't remember who it was but everyone else on the Instagram poll voted yes. <laughs> so thank you to David and Spooky and Melissa and Marianne who all voted. There's others, but thank you for having common sense <laughs> and having a case for your Switch. And you make me feel a little less anxious with the world. Because yeah. I don't know about you, Chris, but the first, so I got my Switch day one. I'm sure you remember because I was just over ecstatic about it. I remember the day I took it to work the next day and I realized immediately, oh God, I need a case. Yeah. Because when I went to take it to work, I was like, what if this gets scratched up? And so I like wrapped it in a shirt. (laughs) Like... Because I just know what a backpack can do to devices. And what humans can do to devices. Yeah. Even with cases. Which is why I love the DS. Because it clamshelled. Yeah. So, yeah, you could toss that thing anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. But the Switch, the you know, it's an open face sandwich. You're going to lose the ingredients on top. Yeah. If you're not careful. Um, I think that's what an open face sandwich is. I could be wrong. <laughs> But there's there's nothing covering the toppings from falling off. Absolutely. Or getting scratched up or dirt. So, like, I'm over paranoid. I have a glass screen protector. So do I. And a case. Yeah, dude. I have a case. I have a case. I have a zag. I have My case has, like, the elastic bands that hold the system in place inside yep, the case. And then I have protective little coverings for all my games. So... Nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. It's it's crazy to me that people put like I see people in big metropolitan areas. Not saying that people in big metropolitan areas are dumb because they're not, but I see people with switches in their back pocket, and I'm really? like, even that is incre- it, it it's incredibly anxiety inducing. You've seen that? Oh yeah. Because oh it's like, what ha- what happens if we bump into each other? I have a fat butt. Like, I'm like, just saying. No, because I've had my Apple Watch. I actually had to put, uh, like, I have a case thing on my Apple Watch now. Because someone bumped into me at Disney Springs. 
and knocked me into a post and it cracked my Apple Watch. Ugh. So I luckily Apple was very nice and just shout out to Apple for uh you know, they just replaced it. Like oh, wow. without without even you know without even asking anything. Good on them. So but man, it sucked so bad. Yeah. Because it wasn't my fault. So I can only imagine someone bumping into me and knocking my giant switch out of my back pocket. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, I, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, friend of the show, Jack. Or friend that commented on the comp. Yes. Facebook. Shout out to Jack. You're a wild man. But, but <laughs> he also, is wild, you man. may only play your switch at home. That's true. So if he's not taking, if it's, if it's not fitting the accessibility needs and he just plays it at home, that's totally different. Yeah. Because you can just keep it docked. So, I don't know. This taking away from the Switch Lite talk. I'm excited about this thing. I'm not going to go out of my way to buy one. But I really want to because that turquoise one is beautiful. So, I was I was really, I was really, like, hell-bent on buying one until you told me what you told me about cloud saves not being consistent and that would be the sole reason that honestly i would get one so i i wanna i don't want anyone to feel a certain way about that yet because doug bowser has come out and said that they're looking at it okay i understand so like if you maybe have the same account across two switches you know what i mean that's what i want if you can guarantee me that i'll buy one day one yeah so we'll see. I'm, I'm hesitant, but I, I still just the responsible part of me, you know, is saying I don't need this. No, but no, absolutely. The I irresponsible part of me is saying, "Oh get man, it. I need this." Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> so, at least with you, you have a bit more of an excuse because, like, you and Andrea might want to play against each other. Yes, that's and a and that's a good idea. That's a good idea. But at the same time, then you're limiting yourself to one switch. Yeah, absolutely. So, but if it if it fits the cloud safe purpose of I could still use it, like we could still put the, the two accounts on both switches, right? And that would be that would definitely make it worth it. Or you could just be like me and have a dock in every room of the house, <laughs> and just be ready to plug your switch in wherever you go. That's true, man. I'm so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about it. I I'm I love I love the Switch and I'm I'm glad that they're doing this cuz it's going to get some people to buy buy the Switch for Pokémon and Animal Crossing and Absolutely. Those people will get Mario Kart or Smash and Well, and my little sister still doesn't have one, so it would be a perfect fit for her as someone it's a cost-effective way to get her to be able to play the game she likes and she's not she's probably never going to dock it she's only going to play it when she's in the car when she's getting dialysis or something like that so it's a perfect fit for her as well yeah and she can save up all the dollars from her uh, art her art yeah oh yeah so um so that's about it for the news um do you have any off-topic TV shows or anything you watched, Chris, that you want to talk about? Uh, don't get me going on that, dude. <laughs> I don't want to talk too long. But uh, I know you... We watched We watched Stranger Things. We did. Did um, you get the game? 
to, I, to keep it gaming. I related. didn't get the game. Uh, I haven't I, gotten it yet either. I know it's cooperative, but I was upset about the twenty dollars price point. And I, but I get it. It's it's a long game, but it's with Mario Maker two taking yeah. up my time, and then I'm for sure buying Ultimate Alliance next week. And it'll go on sale, man. Yeah, it'll. It, and know. it's it's like a nine dollar game, or it's like a nine hour game. No, you're absolutely right. I just uh, it's a it's a wait. For, I'll wait for a sale because it's there's just too much going on. Yeah. Um, the end, like we've still got ultimate, I've still got tons of Mario maker that I haven't touched there. And there's tons being developed right now. As I talk to you about it, there's, <laughs> yeah, that you know, game's never ending. There's so many games coming out August 30th. There's borderlands three gears five and links awakening in September. And then we're probably going to see Luigi's mansion three and the ghostbusters remaster in October. So it's just not, it's just not there for me yet as much as I want it to be, but yeah. I like the show. We're not going to talk about the show cause it's a gaming podcast, but, uh, if you guys want to talk about the show, comment in the thing and we'll, uh, we'll give you the, we'll give you what's what. Cause yeah. David, David and I's opinion is correct. If you don't agree with us, <laughs> it's wrong. If, if we both agree on something, it's right. It's usually pretty right yeah, because we I don't agree. agree on too much. Um, that and uh yeah join us on our discord yeah really. or discord I, we can talk I about it, in it there. because i've been watching a bunch of anime lately and i need some anime friends to talk to i my boy forest is in the chat but um you know join the join the conversation we post gaming news and stuff in there every day we're you know we're a small little community on there but we're having fun so yeah absolutely the the link is in the the show notes so um and that's it that's a full sized episode for all of you people at home officially i believe this is episode 98 and we're so getting there it's another one in the can and i i'm excited to keep going and if uh if if time allows next week when i get back well i'll see if we can record something at night maybe it'll yeah. be late but no big um but with that we always appreciate you and we will see you next week bye see you guys